If you've ever cooked, used a credit card, or obtained a passport, then you know they have one thing in common. They all come with an expiration date. So do we. All of us, whether we like it or not, will die. Not even Christ himself would escape this inevitable conclusion. Yet, unlike the food we eat or our passport, our time here on earth is uncertain. The ever-present possibility of death is like the proverbial elephant in the room. That is, we know that at some point every human being is destined for the grave, but are we brave enough to acknowledge the reality that we personally will have to stand before the judgment seat of Christ? More precisely, will we be ready when that time comes? And how can we prepare for this inescapable fact of life? We hear in the liturgical hymn, the Dies Irae, Lo, the book exactly worded, wherein all hath been recorded, thence shall judgment be awarded. A sobering thought indeed. However, fear of death will get us nowhere. If we make compromises and avoid the inescapable, it will only meet with a deep confusion and dread of our encounter with God. It is important to emphasize, in the words of the Orthodox theologian Alexander Schmemann, that the whole life of the Church is the sacrament of our death, because all of it is the proclamation of the Lord's death, the confession of his resurrection. End quote. Our incorporation into the ecclesial body of Christ is our participation in the Paschal Mysteries. But first, we had to be plunged into the baptismal waters where God mystically united us to his Son and to his death and resurrection. As a result, eternal life is already seeping into our midst at the liturgy, in the conversion of souls from sin, in the participation of living faith. The new heaven and the new earth is already happening from within this world. Our future life and glory is not a sudden break from this present time, but a continuum. In the festal icon of the Nativity, we see something quite shocking to our modern sensibilities. The infant Jesus is wrapped in a burial shroud, placed within a feeding trough that appears cold and chiseled as a marble tomb. The scandal of the Incarnation reminds us that 33 years in the future, Christ would be brutally tortured and killed. When Jesus became man, he submitted himself to the inevitable moment of death. He did not count it beneath his dignity to assume all of our messy human condition. He occupies the same place of death as all of us. It is the great mystery of our faith that the resurrection was affected by the very act of death's demise. I said earlier that our baptism was our incorporation into the life of the Church. The commemoration of the faithful departed is not a funeral liturgy, but a baptismal liturgy. I assure you there is no body in the coffin. The solemn rites we celebrate this day are reminders of our deaths, 
They're as much for the living who are baptized as they are for those who have died in Christ. St. Paul says, the last enemy to be destroyed is death. If we take a moment to reflect on these words, we see that God did not create death, nor does he delight in the destruction of any one of his creatures. Death, then, cannot coexist with life. By its very nature, it is an affront to God's sovereignty. In John's Gospel, Christ weeps for Lazarus at the tomb. He defies death as something fundamentally opposed to his will. He is, after all, Lord of the universe, Lord of all creation. He even raises Lazarus from the grave because he loves him, because he is not content to leave his friend behind in the netherworld. He craves life for his creatures and bestows it abundantly upon them. Such is the power of life, of its nature to overcome that which diminishes its fruits. Lazarus is restored. We are restored for the sake of this world's goodness. Our life here now does matter. It's why all of us are gathered here today to celebrate those who have gone before us. We honor and we cherish their memory, and we anticipate their return. So let us hope that we may one day be joined to them in eternal life. For, as St. Paul says, if Christ has not been raised, your faith is in vain. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace.